The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. Thanks for all the uh, Northwest Indiana Lincoln's sandwich shop love, too. Go Bears. I want to try these sandwiches now. The combination of Munster Donut and Lincoln's, right? I mean, come on. Let's go Bears. More incentive to win. Yes, more Bears. Don't let me down. More Bears, more the time. Don't let me and Yurko and Black and Abdallah down. Don't let me down. Uh Don't Don't let me me down. Was that the the Beatles? No. I don't know who sang that. That's not the Beatles. I'm trying. Abdallah might know. I asked. He's the music man. Black and Abdallah, thank you. The guys around after Waddle and Sylvie, six to eight. Who sings that, Abdallah? Don't let me down. Wait, wait, what? Me down. Who sings that? Beatles. Who is it? No, it's It's not the Beatles. Is it? No, it's not. That's what I thought. Kakusi, a- dobro, dobro. Oh, look at this. There's a lady. Yeah, she drew a kakusi. I thought you were talking about the song that we, were, that we just came back with. No, 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 no. no that's no, a no. on drugs. Is Don't Let Me Down the Beatles? I believe it is. I think it is, yeah. It in, yeah. Don't, Don't let me down. Beatles. It's not like that, guys. No, yeah, you're going maybe burned yeah. after all that. Yeah. It's the Beatles, isn't it? I didn't it? think that was the Beatles. Yeah, it's come on, man. And then there's the Chainsmokers version, too, if you like that one. Get out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't say I liked it. I changed the smokers. All right, guys, be safe. All right, good to see you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Cross talk is brought to you. (laughs) Cross talk is brought to you by. Oh, man, my partner is... Who the hell is it brought to us? My partner is special. Is brought to you by Club Hawthorne, celebrating Oktoberfest all month with Sam Adams. Buy a beer, get a free bet every Friday. See HawthorneBettingBars.com for details. Uh, Crosstalk time with Waddle and Sylvie. Hello, boys. Well, speaking of chain smokers, my brother's already oh, probably right. yeah, burnt nice. through a half a pack out on my uh, side side of the house. Your, your brother's in town. Yeah, yes, he's he is. burning through them. Like now, it. do you smoke more because uh, yes. your brother's in town? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke and drink more. <laughs> smoke and drink more. He's already played basketball, though. He already went to the... To the Did he? You know, oh, yeah. He gets Boy, up every day and goes... burning? I mean, how does he do it? How does he smoke so many cigarettes and then... Carm, he's a machine. He I had guess. 18 inches of his intestine removed six months ago, too. God, God bless oh, him, man. dude. Yeah. I mean, tough SOB. He, he's the Highlander. He, he always says to me, if you want to kill me, you're going to have to cut my head off. Because <laughs> with a sword. Hey, with Other a way, sword. Otherwise, I'm coming back. Otherwise, I mean, there's no stopping him, man. He's, that's what we call him. We call him the Highlander. The Highlander. That's pretty yeah. funny. All right. So, yeah, your brother's in town for the weekend. Yes, he is. You guys going to be watching Bears-Vikings together? Of course we are. Yeah, nice. We're going to be watching Colorado and Stanford tonight. We're going to be watching a full slate of football tomorrow. We are going to be dumb and dumber for the next 72 hours. Is it hours. just you guys at the homestead? Is that? Uh... Oh, no. The wives are here. Oh, okay. All right. But you guys will kind of partner up together and the yes. wives can do their thing. Son in law is coming over tonight, too. So. Oh, nice. We may play some quarters at some point. Dude, play a card game is what it sounds like you oh, should yeah. get involved in. I mean, yeah. geez. Is he a beer drinker like you or does he? My uh, brother? Yeah. He drinks vodka sodas. Oh, okay. 
Boy, yeah. this guy is a machine. I love him more and more. He's like 170 pounds now, Carm. Like, he was 210 for a while. Like, Sylvie's probably seen him when he was tipping at 210. Yeah, I but met he, him once. He was bigger than 170, I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, yeah, I met yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him years ago. He was in, studio, yeah. he was in town, and he came, to, he came down to the studio. Well, yeah, he's... Uh, He's something else. He's a lot of fun. God bless. A lot, lot, of, of, fun. lot of fun. Yeah, and tonight you can watch. Uh, I think Travis Hunter's going to be back for Colorado a little. They're hinting at. He right? is. I believe yes. he's going to. Oh yeah. I don't think as much, right? But he's going to play. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll be back. So there you go. All right. Dion's team on. It's a good college football weekend. There we just are, recorded with Doug Kazarian. There are some very good games. The uh, Washington Oregon game should be fun. Uh, North Carolina Miami should be a good game. Yes. Do you have a feel for uh, Notre Dame and uh, USC? My lean would probably be towards USC. I. Uh, you, Notre Dame's the, the last month, I and I talked about this last week on the show. I talked about it with Furman. We talked about it on the odds couple. What Notre Dame has had to do the last month is insane. Uh, Buckeyes in a primetime game at home, uh, a primetime night game on the road at a, at a pretty good Duke team, primetime game on the road against an undefeated Louisville team last week, and now at home, a primetime game against USC. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. I just, you know, maybe it's better that they lost last week and it kind of rejuvenates them, but... You know, you're still talking about college kids, and I just think that's an awful lot to ask. USC sort of entering into their brutal stretch, so my lean would probably be USC, but I don't have too strong of a, a feeling one way or another, Sylvie. What, what about the think? total? Um, it's high, isn't it? Is. It's like 60. That, it's that like was 60. my first blush. Like, could Notre Dame's defense sort of not hold Caleb you know. Williams in check? But at least uh, you know, hold them more in, in that offense in check. And whether Chris, might Chris play a factor. Uh, like follows uh, Caleb Williams he loves in USC him. closely. He loves it. Well, yeah, he loves USC. The, I, the weather might be an issue, though, too. I don't know. Right. My, my lean might be under there. I don't know. But again, it's nothing I'm playing. What did Kazarian think of that game? Did he have a strong feel? He he leaned on Notre Dame. Notre Dame. He did. Okay. And All he right. leaned under. We're on opposite lean. Well, at least we're on the same lean there. My lean would be under and USC. But. That's a, you know, listen, I mean, watch Caleb Williams over this next five-game stretch or so. I, they, He's going to be challenged. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And, it, you know, and as we, as we watch Justin, Justin hopefully continue to get better. Maybe it'll work itself out and it won't matter. But if this offense reverts and Justin reverts, like, we're going to have to watch Caleb Williams more and more, whether we like it or not. Carm, where are you leaning in terms of this Vikings-Bears game? And we talked to Doug as well about... You know, the number. The Vikings coming to town, shorthanded, no Justin Jefferson. Jordan Addison was limited. He's going to play, obviously. But coming to town, and they're three-point favorites against a Bears team that, uh, you know, one in four as well, but may have found a spark the last couple of weeks. I would lean Bears here, but I have a hard time ever giving out with any confidence the Bears against the number. They're just, they've been the worst team relative to expectation going all the way back to 2019. No team in the NFL has covered the spread less often than this Bears team. Always a little bit better as a dog, especially as an interdivision home dog. That'd be my lean, but I can't give that out with a huge degree of confidence. I think the Bears are going to win. I think they're a live I dog, do but guys, let's face it. They're, if they not now, then when? I know. I you know, know what I'm saying? Like, this is it, the time. It, well, and, and, and look, if you haven't won back-to-back games, I heard you say this the other day, Carmen. It goes back to the 21 season, right? Go all the way to 19. I mean, that's how long back is... Back-to-back games? Uh, oh, yeah, back to, yeah, it goes back to 2021. Yes, you're right, yeah. Tommy. And then the last time they won three in a row was COVID, was 2020. Right. Yeah. Per- yeah. It, December, December of 2021 was the last time they won back-to-back y- games. You're finally getting somewhat healthy. 
You're catching the Vikings at the right time without the most dynamic receiver in all of football. Yeah. You're at home. Like, if not now, to put two, two in a row together, then when are you going to do it? It's a good point, man. you got a division game where you've had extra rest and you're at home, and I don't care what anybody says. Like, Yurko's talked about it, and Waddle, you probably know it too. Like, even in your – it wasn't even out there as much as it is today, but you better take point spreads into consideration if you feel like it's a good spot to help motivate your team. A one-in-four division yes. opponents coming to our building and worthy underdog? Yeah, use it to your advantage. Use it as motivation. Why the hell not? It was probably, or it would have been, if we were involved, it would have been posted all over the building that the Broncos were coming to town as favorites. Why not do the same thing, you know? Yeah, right. How like when the Broncos, Broncos came to town guys? after having 70 hung on them, they right. were a favorite. Right. That would have been posted all over the They're wall. better now, though, Waddle. How about that Broncos team, It's a better team, Bears guys? team, though. The better Bears team, maybe a worse Bronco team. That team's trash. <laughs> yes, they are. Holy cow. What's, what's going on with Sean Payton? Strong I don't know, home. man. Hey, you got to get your personnel right. Yeah. You got to figure out what personnel is going to be there and what personnel is not going to be there. Even the play calling, though. I don't know if he just doesn't trust Russ much. The play calling in the red zone has been terrible for Sean. I mean, like, he's better than he that. Suddenly forgot, huh? He I don't think so, but I don't, I don't think he likes his – I don't know. He – I don't think he likes his quarterback either. I don't think he likes his personnel. What <laughs> That's happened, what you're trying to you, say. What happened in the first half with that, that sent Steve Smith off the the, the Oh, resume? yeah, you got to play. About Jerry Judy. I, I, you know, he, he explained it. He said that he was going up to him to apologize. We have the whole thing. You want you want to play that? Eberflus is going to Eberflus didn't speak yet, right? No, he hasn't spoken yet. The so we, are, we're going to go to that as soon as we do. Um, Kevin, can you play the the Steve Smith thing from yesterday? Z Pack's getting it. Hold on. Z-Pak yeah, yeah. We, he, he explains it like and 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 Waddle said the, it like I'm scared of Steve Smith. He's one of the probably the top five. And again, only in the pit team photo too. Yeah, of course. And weight classes you factor in. He's one of the guys top five, and I wouldn't want to. You know, pound piss for off pound, him. right? Yeah. That's a yeah, tough pound SOB. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with him. Strong, angry, oh, physical. Any great player, too. Great player. Oh. Fabulous player. Well, like, it's like Olin and him are both in the team photo of pound for pound, toughest guys. <laughs> yeah. And as far as great players, tough SOBs. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, they were, they were great players and tough as nails. Yeah. Uh, overachieved, I think you'd say too. Probably, relatively. there were a lot of tough. There were a lot of good players who weren't tough. You know what I mean? When you, that, that they were fake tough. Yeah, these guys aren't fake tough. Guys, do you have that? Do you want to play it real quick? Oh, this is from halftime on Amazon Prime. For a short while ago, yeah. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by, and Steve called out to him, I and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because uh, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob and Bucky, was ninja. 
Ninja. Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right. And then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you're a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. That's a pretty good uh uh, that's pretty good on Steve Smith. By the way, it was way. pregame. That was pregame. Oh, I'm sorry. It was pregame. I'm sorry. Yeah. The okay. biggest cut of I all was at is, halftime. I'm sorry. Is, is calling Judy a, a tier three. A t- uh, that's the biggest slap in the face of all. Three catches for 14 yards yeah. for Judy last night, yeah. too. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It, it, sorry. it is. I mean, he's got pedestrian numbers over the course of a lifetime. You take a look at it. Yes, he very much does. Can you argue that he hasn't had a quarterback? Yes, you can. Can you argue that? Yes, you as can. As a legitimate, like, all right. Here's a defense of him. Hasn't helped you. Right. It hasn't helped. This guy's had Drew Locke. Uh, yeah. He's had... Uh, yeah, he did catch 967 balls, I think, for 972 yards one year. If I'm not Last year he had 972. Yeah. Um, you know, with Russ, that first year with Russ. He's got undeniable athletic well, talent. Uh, listen, Steve Smith also grew up at a time where criticism was flying left and right, and that's just part of the part. It was part and parcel right. with everything that was in the game. It seems yeah. like we've got players now that are a little too sensitive. Um, yeah, no, probably. I'd say you're probably no, right. I'd say too sensitive because they've been coddled. Yeah, you're probably and right. No, the player has changed. You know, some coaches can't coach the modern day player. Well, the modern day player can't be coached. Is <laughs> the way it should be put. Is that you're not coach. all modern day players? Not all, right? Some yeah, yeah. modern day yeah. players can't be coached. Is that his place? Is that Steve Smith's place as an NFL broadcaster before the game to get well, into trash talking? Well, I, mean, I, I, I think always, it's hilarious. I don't, I don't know. Uh, if me he, too. I love he, it. That's why I'm laughing. He didn't want to get into a trash talk situation. You know, I'd go out and I'd be on the field, and if Thiesman was there, I'd talk up Thiesman. We'd, we'd chat a little bit and we'd talk. You know, you'd see some of the announcers in the pregame stuff. But you wouldn't see the studio analysts in the pregame stuff. They no. come in right before the game. They don't come in like the announcers do, you know, Friday for the home team and Saturday for the away team. These guys flying in Saturday night for the dinner, maybe tops. And uh, we wanted to offer him maybe a word of encouragement or two. Steve Smith well, said he was going to apologize. Steve Smith's a stud. Yes. Oh, he's Steve a stud. Smith's yeah, I know. a player. He is. Right? That guy hunted the football. Yes, he did. I'll he never forget the that football. playoff game uh, oh, in the Sylvie. 05 season. Yeah, remember, Sylvie? It yeah. still haunts me. I it's know. one of my it's one of my alt remember? top 10 um worst sports moments yeah. that I've attended. Steve Chris, Smith Chris Thompson, was, remember trying to cover uh, Steve Smith yes. was yeah. a 50-50 ball king. You king, threw the yeah. ball up. He was going to get the darn thing. Amen. If he didn't get it. Nobody was getting it. Amen. I agree. I mean that's yeah, I got goosebumps talking about the way he played. Because yeah, you don't see that a ton anymore. He was something. You don't see it. It's the rarity you see a guy like Steve Smith he nowadays. He was a badass. There's no Abdallah, doubt about Abdallah it. probably left, right? He did. Yeah, they're gone. So uh, Abdallah, yeah, and, and he, could t- he could retell the story when we cross-talk. Abdallah told the story in the text chain, too. When we were at oh, the yeah. Super Bowl in 2020, <laughs> same Super Bowl, uh, Yurko, when we had um, Sean Payton on. Yep. And uh, the great Yurko stories were flying around. He went up to Steve Smith, and Steve Smith has been on my 
like white whale um, interview list. I've always wanted to have a conversation because I've admired him. I love his opinions. And you're scared of him. And I'm scared you know what of him. But I, I like for all the reasons we've just mentioned. And Abdallah went to go book him. And he looked at Abdallah after Abdallah introduced him. And he goes, I'm not coming on your all show. You guys don't have a real quarterback in Mitch Trubisky. And he walked away. Amazing. That's why he wouldn't come on. Because and we were Trubisky, like, okay. Mitch Trubisky, right? What do you uh, say? Like, okay, w- Steve. WMVP 1000 didn't have Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback. Yeah. So great. Jeez. I love it. Now, well, maybe if Justin keeps getting better, you try again and remind him of that story. And he'd be like, yeah, I'll come on now that you guys have Justin Fields. A, I yeah. love his, his acronym, too. He's a JAG. Jag just a guy. Yeah, just a guy. It's perfect. Yeah. It is perfect. Perfect. It's just right. a perfect. Like we can we can use that quite a bit going uh, forward. Chase, Chase Claypool, just a guy or less than just a guy? Well, according to Tyree Kill, oh, he's a vending machine. I still don't know if I you, totally understand mean? it, but yeah. I don't know. But it was interesting. Is he worth uh, fifty cents? Is that what know. it is? Everything in there is worth fifty uh, cents. Better bring out more than fifty cents, uh, yeah. You yeah, ain't now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Into a vending machine. machine I mean, yeah. What, what, what is about? what's in a vending machine? Two dollars? I'd say more than that at this point. You can't get a Gatorade's like six. I want to say out of a no. Oh, still be Dollars in the burbs. No, no way. No, $2 yes, it is. No, it's crazy. Not. No, no it's way. Not. Not Dude, the 20 ounce machine. Gatorade is two bucks. It's so expensive. Where the hell are There's you going for? Swiper. They're also down I know to, that. Hey, they're also down to 18.9 ounces. Okay, you haven't I, noticed. You haven't that may noticed. be true. You're right about that. But you're not paying more than two dollars for I a think so. I feel Gatorade. like I feel like yeah, at Seven are. Bridges at the Ice Arena, I feel like a, a, a Gatorade's like two twenty five. Yeah, yeah because oh, that's got little Tito's in it. That's no, why. it doesn't have any Tito's. <laughs> in it. crazy. You said six bucks, Carmen. Well, all right, maybe maybe I was a, six. Maybe it was a little hyperbole, Sylvie. <laughs> maybe right. maybe it is just two fifty, Sylvie. He Guys, just put six bucks in just for your luck. You're lucky. You go to the gas station you get two Gatorades for four dollars. You're lucky if that happens. Yeah, you got to wait for it to go on sale at the gas station. Yeah, it's expensive. Two, two for two, you know, for four dollars. And the stupid Prime. I all bet the you other the Pride nonsense. Store has. I bet you the Pride Store has some sales. I'll go in and check when I get yes, back. Yes, I bet you they do. All right, what's up on the I'm show today, boys? At the Pride Store. Don't, well, listen, if you're in Cook County, I four dollars. Yes, eighteen dollars, sixteen dollars in well, Cook you, County. You get By a the way, you know, it's for one hundred fifty dollars. Do you know who we're talking to at this time on Monday? Who? Louis. Uh, Louis. Gossett Jr. I don't look at you. That's, you that's, that's up with the that. beauty of you, and we're going to play clips from you later, oh, by boy. the way. That, oh, that dog stuff was... Unbelievable. I, I watched You're your response so to watching the video. Yeah. And and you truly are. Someone said this, and I'm, I'm so I'm quoting oh, them, oh, and boy. they're right. You are truly one of the n- most naturally funny people yes, on earth. 100%. Without a doubt. And one well, of the. I, when you're awake, that is. You should see me naked. Uh, you, that's when the well, laughs and, really start. And if this. they ever want to teach a master class in ball busting, I'm telling you, oh, the know. guy to teach it is Yurko. Oh, I know. Nobody please. knows how to just roll into it. And just go and go and go. I mean, and once well, I've, I've felt the wrath. I know. I, I've learned from the I, I best. have to believe, though, Carm, too, probably with his crew, he's not even a top three. No, 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 I don't know. no. We got some guys that are yeah. going guys, hard. There's, the Bambit spe- brothers? You guys, he's special. special. He's special. Dirt, dirt's the best. What did what my did, buddy Sakula, Dave Sakula, Dave Sakula Dirt's yeah. the best. No, I don't know. And I'm he, telling you, Carl, like, that's that's stiff competition. What did Waddle yeah. say as we were walking out like on Tuesday that made you mad? Remember? What did he say? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, oh, did, from, it? did it? Did it make you mad? Well, he took like Waddle took like a little subtle shot. 
Yurko, from the moment we got out of the studio till we got to the parking garage, was just unloading on. I mean, like in in in, in the way Yurko does, and I couldn't stop laughing. Waddle said one thing. What did I say? I don't I even remember. remember. You, took, remember. you took like a little bar. Didn't matter. You took a little shot, and it didn't he, matter. And, and I just went and off. He just went from the time we got here all the way to the time we got to our cars. He was making. He was ripping Waddle. And that's and, the day you got me coffee too. I mean, it, yeah, it, I get you coffee typical. every day. What are you doing, You're my, my ball? And I, I said, you. "There's nobody like you." I'm like, you are just a true master. I mean, it was incredible. Uh, with almost master no breaks Jack. in I don't between. Know. I had some fun. It was incredible. So why didn't you just come back in the studio and give me hell to my face, <laughs> so you cheap shot artist? It was too funny. <laughs> well, if Carmen didn't tell you, you wouldn't have known it happened. Yeah. I tell you because it's all in love. He does it because it gets it because I was laughing so hard. So then he can't yeah, stop. Then I can't stop. He just yeah. kept Once going Once he responds, if he didn't respond, then it's over. Because I was laughing Once he so responds, hard. Boom. <laughs> You're too funny, man. He's too much. All right. So what's up? So oh, you don't, gotta, yeah, you don't want to be in his. I, I, be, so yes, yeah, I, I got a quick joke from you that I've heard. I've heard a little bit, and I just want to ask you guys. It's an innocent joke, and it's okay. not bad. Okay, all right, sure. A vegan and a vegetarian jump off a cliff. Okay, a vegan and a vet. You mean a vegan a and vegan a vegetarian? Yeah, a, ve- a vegan and a vegetarian jump, jump off a cliff. Who wins? Who wins? Uh, there's oh, gonna be I know, some I know. Uh, we all do. Society. Yeah, we all do. I, <laughs> yeah, very funny. I, I knew good joke. Wrong. Good joke. All right. I what? saw that one on Instagram. I've been cracking up ever since. <laughs> and you all can right, put what? whichever two you want in there, and still the joke works perfectly. So um, just let you know. Uh, go ahead. So what and else I love is coming vegetables. up, guys? Just let everybody. So know. yeah, look, this time at this time on Monday, we will be talking to Lou Gossett Jr. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> is Lou not still Lou with us? <laughs> Who's the other guy? Riddick. Riddick is who I met. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Louis Riddick. All right, I'm leaving. Now you got to come. No, no, now Riddick. you got to come. Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Riddick. We all look like to you, Costanza. You guys are idiots. I thought of a Louis. And I couldn't get Riddick, and the only Lewis I could think of is Gossett Jr. You guys ought to be ashamed of yourselves. We will be talking to Matt Eberflus on Monday. You guys get the coaches show again? What, is he bailing on cap and hoodie? Yes. I think timing-wise, it's, oh, uh, right. you know, it's a little, okay. it works better. I think he likes the soft landing of the afternoon show. What's going on? He just doesn't want to wow. talk to Shay. Is it Shay that's doing it? I knew something was going on. Johnny, who's going to take it, uh, you know, the worst on your walk to the to the... Great. It's raining. I'm going to try to get to the car as quick as I can. Really? He's so yeah. funny. He's just. I he's, love you guys. He's so special. I don't think so. One I of the guys. Do. One of the. Tommy, one of the guys. Favorite. When we were on the Kansas I'm City buy trip, a carton of cigarettes. By Friday night. <laughs> by Friday night, when Yurko had left, like one of the white car guys goes, "Man, it's just not the same without Yurko ripping on everybody." I'm yeah. like, "No, it's not. That's why right. he's special." And I'm like, "That's, that's exactly why." You, you, you know what? Hanging out with Yurko, you meatballs with my fingers. You have to be like an NFL cornerback. You have to have thick skin and a short. Memory. It's just amazing. Otherwise, he'll ruin you, and you'll end up in the corner right. sucking. Ooh, I got a, I, crying. No, you got an injury report, Waddle. Oh, tease because yeah. I love. Go ahead. We're I way late. We got a break. You guys hit that when we come back. Okay. Uber right. will be we'll talking. Waddle and Sylvia. Hey, drive back. safe, guys. Every, be yes, careful out there. Everybody have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at one hundred point three HD two FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. All right, Matt Eberflus is going to meet the media any minute. Boys, just uh, raise up the volume at House Hall when he does get to the podium. 
I've got the injury report, Waddle. A couple of things. There is good news. Kyler Gordon was a full go today after being limited, and he has a non-designation on the injury report. So he appears to be ready to go and ready to start. So that is really good news. Roshan Johnson, as, as expected, um, it doesn't appear like he's out of concussion protocol. He did not practice, and he is out yes. for the game. Um, Lucas Patrick does appear to be out of concussion protocol. He was full go today, but he is listed as questionable. Um, and Eddie Jackson continues to be limited in practice, and he is listed as questionable. Um, the secondary did get another blow with Terrell Smith, who has been – uh, getting some reps back there, the rookie out of Minnesota. That, that one was a little different because he I knew he's listed with ankle slash illness. He was a full participant yesterday. Right, practice today. So right, so he was limited with the ankle on Wednesday. He was full go yesterday, and then as you mentioned, he probably got sick. Yeah, and did not practice today, and now he is listed as out. Um, EQ is out with that hamstring, um, and as expected. Herbert is out. Homer is out. Good news on Cole Komet. He was full go with the hamstring. So he is a non-designation. Uh, um, that's all good news as well. Yes. So I think I think that's it. I think that's basically. I think the, the body of the news is, is good news. Like you, what you wanted yes. was to see the secondary come back intact. And it looks like that's exactly what has happened. It looks like the secondary is going to be back intact. In so at running back, this is going to be Foreman's game. Yes, and I'm fine with that. You know, look, Travis, uh, or uh, excuse me, Khalil Herbert has been very good this year. If you if you look at his yards per carry, uh, very, very good. But, you know, Deontay Foreman is a guy that ran for better than 900 yards last year with Carolina after they traded Christian McCaffrey. So... Uh, he's a talented runner of the football. So they okay. Uh, I'm trying to see too. They have not put Khalil Herbert on injured reserve, though. They have not. So, he's so, just listed okay. as out, so yes. he won't play in this game, which is a loss. Again, I believe he's run for like 190 yards the last two weeks, um, and he's uh, once again as we've we've compared his production to that of David Montgomery. Not trying to to belittle what David Montgomery has done with the Detroit Lions, but Khalil Herbert, when given the opportunity, averages better than five yards, you know, a healthy above five average, you know, yards per carry. Do we know, do we know though, if uh, like, I, I, like I did mention still, like as, as Tyler mentioned, Tyler, maybe you could help me with this. Um, Kyler Gordon still is just designated to return, even though he was full go today. Do we know for sure that he's we, – we got to know if he's been activated, correct? Right, yeah. It still marks him as designated to return, so we're not sure. But, I mean, this – I mean, full practice today, you'd imagine he's in a – I'm assuming spot. you'll hear when Matt Eberflus meets the media, that will be addressed. And like I said, he's, he's not – there's no designation on the injury report, but do they have to if he's not – if he's still not act, you know, if he's not on the active I'm roster, I'm not 100 sure how so, they, they do that. So, but like you mentioned, um, hopefully we'll get some clarification with Matt Eberflus coming up here uh, in just a minute. I tweeted out uh, my like I'm I'm back on board drinking some Kool Aid here. Are you? I'm not chugging, but well, I guess maybe I am um, because so I'm on board with I have played the Bears plus three. I have played. 
um, DJ Moore, and it's gone up too, by the way, Waddle, so I got in on a good time. Yeah. I think DJ Moore's receiving total is like somewhere up at around 59 yards, which I still would play, but I got him at 55 yards or 55 and a half yards. Um, and I am playing the over on the Bears game. Doug Kazarian gave out the tip. Okay, here's uh, Matt Eberflus. We'll continue the conversation afterwards. Let's go to Hallis Hall. So it was fun to uh, have him out there. He broke our team down at the end. Uh, that's always good for our players and, and for the Make-A-Wish uh, guest uh, to do that. Um, so we're squared away there. Uh, Andrew Billings will be our honorary captain uh, for the week. Um, he's played well for us. Uh, he's been a good, uh, you know, good teammate. Uh, he's uh, played his, uh, you know, obviously with great effort, and he's really been productive for us at nose tackle there. So we're uh, excited to have that. Uh, good to see number four and 33 back um, out there today. Uh, so it's uh, you know, a strong week of practice. Uh, Lucas Patrick was back full today, but we're, he's still got a uh, clear one hurdle of the protocol, and then we'll see where it is from there. Uh, so we, we have to look and see where he is. Um, I got no update on the defensive coach, uh, assistant coach yet. Uh, we're um, what I shared on Monday is, is where we are right now. So uh, we'll see where that goes. And when we have a, a final update there, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay, so uh, with that, open up to questions. Do you, do you anticipate taking Kyler uh, off of IR time to play? Uh, we'll see where it is. We'll see where it is. I, I, we do anticipate, but we'll see um, where it is as we evaluate. But uh, um, he's, he's in a good spot. How has he looked? Good. Yeah, he's looked good. We're excited where he is. Uh, he's get you know obviously that nickel spot's a big spot for us, and uh, you know he's done a good job with that. A lot of things in there to do, and uh, he does them well. And uh, he's uh, done a good job all week with that. And uh, he's a he's a real positive guy, so it's always great to have his energy uh, out there as well. And uh, he certainly brings that passion. Because it was a hand and not a lower body injury, he could stay in shape while he was out too. It's not an issue building his wind back up. Or uh, yeah, there was a little bit of an issue, you know, because of uh, you know when you have an incision, you know, in there, you got to have you got to be ready for you know infection. So there is a little bit of wait time there uh, when that heals. But uh, uh, but he's he's good to go. Matt, for clarification on Lucas, is he still in concussion protocol? Yeah, yes, he is. There's several hurdles that you have to clear. He's got to clear one more. And then once he does that, we'll, we'll be able to uh, assess where we are in terms of our depth. He was a full participant today. Yeah. Any more clarity on Terrell Smith and what the situation is there? Yeah, just uh, illness. He's just illness and out right now. That's all I can give you right now. So I don't know. I don't have much more than that for him, uh, but that's where he is. How has how Eddie looked this week moving around? But... Good. Good. He was in a ramp up. You know, we ramped him up a little bit in the first couple of days, but he was good to go today. So it was, uh, it was good uh, for him. Yeah, it's always good to have his leadership back there. You know, he makes a lot of calls. He's very communicative back there with uh, with the defense. And, uh, you know, it's good to, you know, have him paired back there with Brisker. Uh, so it's always a positive thing. Do you anticipate him playing on Sunday? Uh, we'll see where it is. We'll see where it is. We're very hopeful for that. Uh, we'll see where it is, though. Um, you know, we'll see where he is in terms of his conditioning and all those things. We're still working through that work that today. And what, what, what did you see from Jalen before the injury um, that showed some, you know, continued growth from last season? You Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say his comfort level. Uh, you really saw him making plays uh, that way we, we want him to, you know, with uh, make plays on the ball. Uh, he was tackling really well. I thought he was aggressive in his technique, uh, but not under control at the same time. Um, he's got really good stop and start at the top of the route uh, to be able to close. Um, and, you know, and, and bust the triangle and, and make deflections. 
Um, so he's he's done a really good job with that. And I, I really see him really focusing on the ball more. You know, he did had that nice cause uh, fumble um, in the Tampa Bay game. So, yeah, he's on the right track, and we like where he is. When you're down three running backs, how – important is the experience that Deonta brings even though he hasn't played the last four weeks. yeah yeah it's uh it's certainly the experience we're going to lean on that you know so uh he's got a lot of that he had a really good year last year we're excited about for him. we're excited for his opportunity um and we're excited to see him in there this week have you noticed he's staying engaged when he hasn't been playing uh, just locked in. He was locked in in the meetings, locked in the whole time. Coach Walker does a really good job in his meetings of uh, keeping everybody involved. Um, it's more of an open forum, you know, qu- asking questions, keeping guys, you know, engaged uh, during the meetings. And, and Coach Walker does a great job with that. And where do you see Doug Kramer potentially fitting in if and when he's, you know, cleared for designated to return or I guess activated to the 53? Yeah, that's just really going to be up to him. You know, in terms of his his competition, you know, his elevation, you know, in terms of his his performances, and he's done a good job with that so far. He's always been a guy that knows what to do, know how to do it, and all those types of things. But he just really just keep elevating. You know, he was on the right step, you know, in terms of doing that. And now he's once he's back, now he's got to just keep doing that. Is there a benefit to having a pure center, somebody who like specifically is like. Yeah, yeah. There's always a, a benefit of that, you know, because you're always trying to shuffle guys that play guard, but their second job is center, you know. So when you have a pure center there, I think that's always important um, because when they go down, you're always searching for answers. So it's always good to have those answers. The last two weeks, you've had one of the best offenses in football statistically. Are you a believer that that is contagious or that that builds on itself? And if so, what could that mean for Justin to just kind of continue what he's been doing the last year? Yeah, it's about consistency, right? You know, and the guys have, have shown that. You know, we've seen uh, a really good trend, you know, in, in our practices, you know, with, with the connection, with the chemistry, with Justin and the receivers, uh, with the tight ends, you know, with Cole and, and those guys too. And um, it just really is, is trending this way, you know, and we just feel that the consistency has got to be there now. And uh, the guys have a lot of uh, challenges this week, you know, with the pressure package and all those things that we're working through. And uh, the guys know it's a one-week league. And uh, this this is all that matters is this game right here against the Vikings. Have you noticed uh, a weight off your guys this week, maybe even yourself, just getting ready for this game, coming off a weight, just going into this week? Has it felt different? I, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I would say that our, our step-up challenge to everybody was to have a sense of urgency uh, to get better. And that was it uh, on Monday. That was it after the game. Um, it, it's one game, and it's a, like I said, it's a one-week lead. And it's, uh, this week is all that matters. And uh, the sense of urgency was there this week in terms of their preparation, um, in terms of how they practiced. And, again, we got 48 hours, so we got a lot of preparing still to do uh, before the game. Matt, a little off base here, but the uh, Olympic Committee is going to vote on flag football being in the 2028 Olympics. What are your thoughts on, on that as an Olympic sport possibly? Yeah, I love that. I really do. I think when you have flag football, you're getting more uh, – uh, involved in the game of football and it's just growing the game i think that's awesome um it's great and uh, and, and it's really that's going to be cool to watch now when you guys win the coin toss and choose to receive what goes into that decision throughout the week and then what kind of boost do you think it gives the offense that you're going to give them the ball right away yeah it, it's always a conversation we have uh with the offensive staff defensive staff uh with our game management we have that conversation and it's really relative to everything we, we really focus on uh you know, taking everything into account. Um, the, you know, the weather could be uh, something. The who are, the opponent we're playing, how we're playing on the other side of the ball, um, all those things are are taken into account. What trends uh, we're looking at right now. So um, that's always a. And again, at the end of the day, it's, there's no correlation between you know winning and losing and taking the coin toss. Not 
taking the coin toss, you know, if you, you know, if you defer or take the ball, um, certainly the middle part, the last part of the first half, you know, you're trying to double dip on those things in the first part of the second half, but, uh, um, that always is variant too. So that has a variance to it, but, um, yeah, we, so we look at it all and then we make a decision. Has, has Khalil, oh, go ahead. You, me- you mentioned the sense of, sense of urgency challenge. What does that look like to you for like players in practice or coaches to players? Like, how do you want to see that sense of urgency? Uh, just in the preparation, you know, the, the attention to detail and the preparation uh, during the course of the week um, leading up to uh, Wednesday and then during Wednesday, you know, during the meetings, during the walkthroughs, um, guys are on their details, guys are on their on their assignments, um, guys are on the on the precision of the execution it takes to win in this league. Uh, so and then going into Thursday, third down day and then into gold zone and on to the, the rest of the week. But uh, it's really just really focusing on you can see it in walkthroughs you can see it you know in the you know the the meetings you can see it all the way through practice and again like I said we got 48 hours we got a lot of preparing still to do and uh it's uh, it's a sense of urgency to do that have you guys decided that Khalil Herbert's gonna avoid IR oh uh, we have not no, we have not decided that we're talking about that later today and we'll see where it is you noted the, uh, the pressure that you guys get prepared to face. Uh, talk about the fine line that you have to walk between, you know, preparing for that and then also still being aggressive because you guys do have to, to attack down the fields. Yeah, you just got to have a plan. You got to have a plan for it. And uh, our, our coaches on offense have done a really good job uh, so far this week. But again, it's in the execution of it. And you got to have a plan. It's got to be clear and concise. Um, it's got to be able to, to handle the things that the uh, defense gives you. And that's really true every week. But uh, this is a, you know, a little bit more challenge because of the percentage of pressure. Uh, but uh, I like the plan. I like where it is. Matt, when you guys brought Billings in, it was the thought was he's going to be more of a run-stopping nose. But he's been one of your best pass rushers. Why has he been so effective in that area this year when he really wasn't earlier in his career? Yeah, he's worked on it. Uh, he's worked on it. Uh, he's uh, gotten his body right with the performance staff. I think he's in the best shape of his life uh, this this year, which is cool to see. And uh, we, we're, we're certainly welcome him, you know, being able to dent the middle of that pocket. And uh, he's been exciting to watch. And uh, he's got great energy, great passion. Um, and he's great for our defensive line room. Now, we hear a lot about takeaways coming into the lunches. Obviously, you've done this a long time. You've preached takeaways to lots of defenses. Is there anything you look for or notice that indicates to you, yeah, we are about to go on a streak of taking the ball away a lot? Yeah, it's daily habits, you know, your daily habits. So you have to do it in practice before you see it in the game. You know, so that's the first indicator. You know, so we have to continue to see that, the consistency of that, the daily habits of each defensive guy, each position you know, doing it and being fanatical about getting it done. So, um, you know, it's not where it is, where it needs to be yet, but uh, we're, we're, you're stepping in the right direction. What will you do to fortify running back depth for, for Sunday? Yeah, you know, it's what uh, we're looking at. We obviously have a plan for that, a contingency plan for that. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to reveal those things here at this at this juncture, but uh, we certainly have a plan for that. You know, so when you're down a couple of running backs, you've got to have a plan. Um, for, you know, the old pair and the spare if somebody goes down and, and have that. So we, we'll, we'll be ready. As far as who gets the bulk of the playing time early at the running back position, how, how much will you be keying on who can help out protect Justin the most if they are coming with a lot of people? Yeah, that's always important, right? You know, so it's really about the, the mental capacity of it first. You know, can they, you know, can we uh, get that done in terms of like uh, knowing what to do? And then it's the, the ability to know, you know how to do it, you know, and the, the physical capabilities of that individual. You know, are they able to pick up pressures, you know, that, you know, sink their weight down, you know, and be able to bow up against a, a secondary defender or a linebacker, which is mostly what those guys are blocking um, in protection. Uh, but it comes down to those factors. And how did Tevin's calf respond? How did Tevin's calf respond to the 37 snaps? And are you guys still rotating left guard? 
Yeah, he, he's good. He was good. And, uh, you know, we're talking about rotation later today, but we really like where Tevin is. Uh, he really performed well last week, and he performed very well in practice uh, this week as well. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, thanks. No, there's Matt Eberflus. Let's react to that, Waddle, when we come back. I thought um, I thought he hinted uh, uh, some positive stuff there as far as uh, some injuries. He doesn't like to let you in on a lot of stuff. And don't forget, Matt Eberflus is going to start joining us in the afternoon. He's going to be with us at about uh, 2.10 on Monday after the game. Um, so we'll uh, talk to Matt Eberflus on Monday. Let's react to that when we come back. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, if you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. Yeah, today's one of those rainy, ugly Friday commutes home, too. Hope, I don't uh, think you- it's going to be a whole lot better on Sunday, is it? Um, the weekend looks miserable. Which would lead me to believe that Deontay Foreman Mm. could be getting an extensive number of carries if we're on a muddy track, right? I have not seen a total for a Foreman uh, carries. It's off Um, the board right now. I I did make a Deontay Foreman play. You did. I did. Not a rushing play because it's not on the board. Okay. By the way, it does. It looks like at least on my now. Tracy is, will probably, if she's in her car right now, she's probably getting ready for bed. Or it's no, Friday. not on Friday. Right. Friday's okay. her late night. Right. She okay. stays so she up to like seven on Friday. Yeah. Okay. So Tracy, if you're if you're listening, she's maybe like. Um, I don't know what she, what she'd be doing. She listens to us around this time. Does she? But she could call in. But I'm on the app. I'm on one of these weather apps that she doesn't like oh, me to go on. She hates those. She I mean, hates. Like, what? I'm not allowed to go on the weather app on yeah, the phone, though. I'm just saying. She. It feels like you're cheating on her professionally. So we. But on the weather app, it just says cloudy at noon. Okay. Good. Fifty three. Regardless, on Sunday, I, but I, it's supposed to rain all weekend, but I would assume that the field will, will be covered. It will, but I still believe that this is a game where the running game will be part of the equation, and I think that, obviously, Deontay Foreman now will will be getting the bulk of the carries, so keep an eye on it. And he's a very reliable running back. He is. Go back and look at his history. Now, I know he's not a catcher, right? He, no, he's, he's not a good he, receiver. He, he's not a good receiver. No. But I still feel Kyle like Herbert really isn't either. But you know, right? I still feel like he's going to just still catch a ball when when Justin needs to be bailed out. He'd keep the eyes up. Okay. Find find uh, like as a starting running back, you're still going to catch a screen, right? Yeah. So so his receiving total is five and a half yards. I like it. You could run a little screen route with him. So, and, so and I made a cast. play. I made a play. I mean, yeah, I, play. I made a play at five and a half. I, I couldn't make a play on running. He's off the board as far as his rushing. I told you, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on all these Bears bets. I've made probably 10 Bears bets already. Oh, yeah. And they're all positive Bears bets. Good. Uh, so one win, just one win. Has me juiced up and ready to go. Well, listen, like if 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 they can't get another win this week, then if I, I keep saying, if not now, then when? No, I know. because well, maybe against the Raiders, but well, but I would like to win this week to have us even more juiced up for the Raider game. 
Yeah, but I'm saying if you've ne- if, if you're looking for back-to-back wins for the first time since the 2021 season. Like if you lose this game, you're going to have to start over again in terms of looking for back-to-back wins. I'm just saying to you, if you can't put these two back-to-back, you're getting healthy. The Vikings come to town without Justin Jefferson. You're at home. Come on. Yeah, and then to Get end it. the division uh, losing streak, you still yes. have that losing streak. Of course. I thought Eber Flus was very – as open as he's been, I and mean, he's still not open. Um, but I thought it was a strong hint that Kyler Gordon would be activated. Yes. He sounded didn't, – didn't you? Like he said I they totally would – I totally agree. That, that, that it, it sounds like he was great and that they're going – he said they talked this afternoon – I also thought he hinted that Khalil Herbert will probably be injured reserve. He said that they would dis- he would they asked him, so have you ruled out that Khalil Herbert will be put on injured reserve? And he said, No, we're talking about that this afternoon. I wouldn't be shocked if both of those are the same move, right? That that they activate Kyler Gordon off of injured reserve yeah. by by getting him his roster spot. By putting possibly, yeah, right. By putting would make sense. Khalil Herbert on injured yep. reserve, yep, creating the roster spot. I there. think that that's a very good possibility. The other thing to keep an eye on, and again, it's because it, it, it will dictate what your offensive line will look like. Is if Lucas Patrick, who is still has to pass a certain hurdle in the concussion protocol, if he's not available, then Cody Whitehair goes into center and Tevin Jenkins is your guard and obviously Larry Borum is your tackle. If, in fact, Lucas Patrick is available, what does your line look like? Does Lucas Patrick go back to center? Does Cody sit and rotate with with Tevin Jenkins? Like, if if Tevin Jenkins is ready to play. Play him. Play. Every play. Play. Like, if he's capable. He's dominant. Yes, he he is a guy that you are a better football team when he is on the field. Keeping him on the field has been a bit of a problem for this organization mm-hmm. and for him. But when he is on the field, he excels. And if he needs a series off, then fine. Fine, then then, then spell him. But he needs to play the majority of the snaps at the very least. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're a better football team when he's out there. Your quarterback's better. Your running game's better. Your left tackle, who needs some help at times, is better. I'm telling you, if you watch the film against the Commanders, when Jenkins is next to Borum, things are are stable. Yeah. When it's Carter next to Borum, things go sideways a little bit. It's just because Carter's not as good a player as Jenkins for obvious the, reasons. We have the man for the job. We have the man for the job to ask yes, that do. question. Uh, it's Tom Thayer. He'll, uh, he'll join us coming up. I also thought it was positive the way he was talking about Eddie Jackson. Yeah. So uh, we'll see about that. Uh, so we'll talk Bears. Uh, what do you think? I have a poll out there. Are the Bears going to win this week? Are they going to win two in a row? Or are we getting too juiced up over one win on a Thursday night game? I think the you're getting the Vikings at the right time and the right place. Here at home, with your team getting healthy, with their team not being healthy, with your offense getting better. 312-332-3776. We'll talk to Tom Thayer coming up next.